I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 136 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about constitutional tomfoolery. So today I am battling the ravages of the common cold. So if I sound funny or if I snort suddenly, uh, well, that's why. But in the spirit of the hockey player that I am, I'm playing hurt. We're getting episode 136 uh, Thoughts from Harry Head out for your listening pleasure. And as I said in the intro, today I'm going to be talking about constitutional tomfoolery. I've always wanted to use that uh, word in the title of a podcast. I've actually used it before in a Shift Gold podcast, but I don't think I've ever used it on a Thoughts from a Hairy Head podcast. I love the word. It means foolish or silly behavior, and when it comes to the Constitution, that certainly applies. I have seen more than my fair share of foolish and silly behavior uh, when it comes to the Constitution. Here's the thing. Here's kind of what I'm driving at in this episode. People want to have it both ways when it comes to the Constitution. On one hand, They'll tell you that the Constitution matters. We got to follow the Constitution. You know, uh, it's the highest law of the land. It's the uh, wonderful founding document that everything rests on. And then, on the other hand, they basically want the government to do what they want the government to do. They want to advance their political agenda. And sometimes the Constitution gets in the way of that political agenda. In fact, most of the time, if you're trying to do things through the federal government, the Constitution, if we actually followed it, would get in the way of all of these political objectives. So people want to have it both ways. And even people on the left. I mean, we we rake progressives over the coals, rightly so, for their uh, love of the living, breathing Constitution, you know, and, and how it changes with the times. And I've said this before, a living Constitution is a dead Constitution. Uh, you can't have a living, breathing contract. You would never agree to a living, breathing mortgage where the bank could just arbitrarily change the uh, the tenants and the criteria and the provisions of that mortgage anytime they wanted to. So living and breathing is silly. That's tomfoolery. And we get that, of course, a lot from the left, but we're getting it right now from the right. All of these Trump supporters are absolutely driving me crazy with this stuff because they want certain things, and by golly, 
Trump's going to get it done, and we can't be worried about these silly things like the Constitution. I got an email from this guy the other day, and honestly, I think he's a troll because nobody can be this stupid. But he started off responding to an email that I sent out, or actually went out through the Tenth Amendment Center, and it referred to the fact that the President of the United States does not have the authority to declare an emergency. There is no such thing as executive emergency powers. That's not something that was delegated to the executive branch uh, through the uh, the Constitution. It wasn't delegated to Congress, so Congress certainly can't give that power to the President. It just doesn't exist. But a lot of people want this border wall, so, you know, by damn, if Trump wants to declare a state of emergency, then it's a good thing. And they'll do all kinds of mental gymnastics to justify the border wall and the emergency powers and all of these things because this is the policy that they want. These people are every bit as bad as the progressives. They're doing the exact same thing. They're trying to mold the Constitution into a document that fits their particular political agenda. The truth of the matter is the Constitution was designed to make sure that nobody could impose their political agenda through the central authority. That's exactly what the founding generation wanted to avoid. So we've got this constitutional tomfoolery, this foolish and silly behavior. We get these Trump supporters that are uh, trying to justify unconstitutional acts. I mean, they're, I, I've even seen them trying to justify the uh, the bump stock band, as if that band, not banned, uh, as if that is something that is uh, delegated to the federal government through the Constitution. It's just absurd. Uh, this guy that emailed me about the wall and executive powers, he told me he was 100% Constitution and 98% Trump. And, you know, then went on to try to justify something constitutionally that's simply not justifiable. And I'll, uh, I'll link to an article in the show notes page about emergency powers that was actually written by Chris Ann Hall. She did a fantastic job of, of laying out exactly why uh, presidential emergency powers aren't a thing. But this guy, this guy who is 98% constitution, who is an expert, who is lecturing me about how little I know about the constitution – actually included in one of his emails a quote from Thomas Jefferson, author of the Constitution. Of course, Thomas Jefferson was in Paris, France. At the time the Constitution was drafted, he had absolutely nothing to do with the Constitution. And even when I called the guy out, he still kept trying to insist that Jefferson was somehow, in this weird roundabout way, because of reasons, uh, that he was involved with the Constitution. And that goes to show you how many people are, are experts on things that they know absolutely nothing about. So, constitutional tomfoolery. I wanted to highlight a, a federal bill that came across my—I uh, was going to say it came across my desk. It actually came across uh, my internet. Uh, it's called the PACT Act, which stands for Preventing Animal Cruelty and Torture. This was introduced by two Florida representatives uh, in Congress. One's a Democrat, Ted uh, I guess is Dutch, and then uh, Vern Buchanan, who's a Republican. So we've got a bipartisan bill here to prevent animal cruelty through the uh, passage of a federal law. Uh, quote, this is common sense bipartisan legislation to bring some compassion to our animal laws. Okay, quick side note about bipartisan. Whenever I hear the word bipartisan, 
I pretty much know that either somebody's going to die because there's going to be a war or I'm losing some rights or the federal government is gaining more power. That's when you have bipartisanship. People want to say, oh, we need more bipartisanship in Washington, D.C. Oh, hell no, we don't. Because every time there's bipartisanship, we end up in a war or we end up having our rights taken away from us or we end up with some expansion of federal government. This follows uh, falls under the category of the third uh, third criteria there. Uh, we're going to have more power given to the federal government. So under current federal law, dogfighting is already a crime, but the PACT Act would expand the scope of federal prosecutors and allow them to go after those who film their abuse or commitment, uh, who, who commit the acts across state lines. So you can tell this state lines things they're trying to justify this under the Commerce Clause. Uh, of course, there is no justification under the Commerce Clause. I'll link to a article in the show notes page that explains exactly what commerce is supposed to mean, what it meant in the founding era. It was trade, the movement of products across state lines. It has nothing to do with animals. There is no power for the federal government to to pass animal cruelty laws. In fact, the states all have animal cruelty laws. This is absolutely unnecessary. It's just another interjection of federal power into uh, the American system. Of course, people are going to say, well, Mike, why do you hate animals? You must hate puppies. we got to protect the animals. It's for the cute little fluffy animals. Look, I don't hate animals. I love animals. But that doesn't mean I'm going to support an unconstitutional action to, quote unquote, protect the animals. And that's the problem. Everybody wants to use the federal government to advance some noble cause. Here's the problem with that. When you use the federal government, the justification that is used to advance your policy is at some point going to be used against you. It's going to be used for something that you don't like. And nobody seems to get this. When you give the federal government power, that power never goes away. It can be used for an infinite number of things after that. It may create a victory in the moment. It may do something good, but you're expanding federal power, and ultimately that federal power is going to be turned against you. And then when something bad happens, you have no basis to fight it because you can't say, well, the Constitution, because you gave that up a long time ago. That's what all of these Trump supporters don't seem to understand. Trump's not going to be president forever. You're going to end up with somebody else in the White House, probably some socialist, and they're going to use emergency powers to do horrible things. And you're going to say, oh, you can't do that. It's not in the Constitution. And then they're going to look at you and go, well, you know, you wanted Trump to do it, and then you're going to look like an idiot, because quite frankly, you are. This is constitutional tomfoolery. I'm going to link to an article about Tinch Cox. He was a founder. He actually spelled out all of the things the federal government was not supposed to do. It's a really long list. You need to read it. Don't get caught up in constitutional tomfoolery. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. I managed to do it without snorting. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really do appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor, spread the word about the show. Uh, you can send me thoughts or ideas to michael.meharry at 10th You can subscribe at iTunes. And uh, hey, that's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>